If last week was Bat Mitzvah week, this past one was Graduation Week. Our daughter Rina completing high school and our younger daughter, the recent Bat Mitzvah girl, concluding her elementary years. At the high school commencement, the school dean, Rabbi Merkin, mentioned an incident from our Parsha that sparked my thinking about the life experiences that graduations beckon. The Torah introduces the Pesach offering. Today we are distanced from this ritual, but historically the actual centerpiece of the Pesach holiday was the special offering brought on the afternoon prior to Pesach night and then consumed with family in the evening along with the matzah and maror that we still recognize. However, says the Torah, someone who was ritually impure, having had contact with a corpse, was unable to participate in this rite. On the first year of this proscription, a group of petitioners approached Moshe and Aaron, complaining that, by dint of this rule, they would be disqualified from the Pesach service, in which they desperately wanted to participate. Lama Nigarda, why should we be diminished? Their passionate plea reverberates throughout the generations. In response, the Torah introduced an entirely new ritual called Pesach Sheni. Exactly one month after the primary Pesach, those who had been unable to join that experience would now be able to do so on a makeup day. This is one of only a few instances in the Torah whereby a new concept was introduced in response to the input of the nation. Presumably, if God had wanted something to be a part of Judaism, he would have included it on his own, unprompted by human influence. What was so unique about this compensatory ritual that it had to be precipitated by human demand? Logically, there is no compelling reason that an individual should be granted a do-over for a missed opportunity. Either they were derelict the first time around, in which case another chance isn't warranted, or circumstances beyond their control precluded them initially, in which case it shouldn't be necessary. Second chances, then, only compute if they emerge organically as a response to a request. By definition, this demonstrates an investment in the process, a yearning to connect to God and the community. And so, while he wasn't originally prepared to offer the Pesach Sheni option, once his human subjects requested it, God made this opportunity available. As students graduate from school, they anticipate a life filled with professional successes and uninterrupted upward mobility. Reality, however, often interferes with this vision, serving up generous helpings of failure and frustration along the way. How does a young person, or any person, respond? If they insist on further opportunities, on second chances, then they become worthy of them. Redemption is always possible, but only as an expression of desire and dedication. Arming youth with that resilience, that intrinsic desire to succeed, is one of the key objectives of an educational process. At the beginning of our Parsha, God instructs Aaron via Moshe to light the menorah, the candelabra, each day. The language used, Baha'alotcha, technically translates as when you cause the candles to be lit. In other words, he should ignite the flames in such a manner that they endure on their own energy without the pilot light remaining connected. The menorah represents Jewish wisdom, the lighting process, education. If so, the goal of our tutelage is not simply to communicate information, but to engender passion and a self-motivated approach to learning and Jewish living. It is this kind of attitude that produces Jewish citizens who, faced with disappointment, invariably will seek those second chances, authoring their own chapters in the living Torah of their lives. Shabbat Shalom.